Hello, everybody. I'm just aware from MakingStarWars.net, and this is the Making Star Wars show. Starting a little different today because I messed it up. Can you hear me? You can hear me now. I'm just somewhere from makingstarwars.net. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the old Star Wars news. Oh, hey, Force Ghost Rob. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Two frames per second. Is that what I look like? <laughs> I look like two frames per second? Uh, maybe 15. Is that for everyone or is that just for Rob? That's that's the question. Yeah, that does look a little bit weird, doesn't it? Why... Why does everything have to be dumb? Oh, I see what they did. I don't need that. I want to look old. All right. Is it better now? Hey, you look the same, but you're okay. at 60 frames per second. That's good. Okay, cool. Yeah, they added some new features to the service that I don't want that are automatically on. So make sure yours are off too, uh, for what it's worth. But yeah, how's everybody doing today? So we got people in the chat, which is nice. So it's good to see everybody. And uh, we can hear you, but you kind of uh, glitch. McConnell. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I everyone's running out to defend the honor of that. that <laughs> fucking man. How many people that, are uh, dead because of him? Like, just think about it, you know? Yeah. How many hundreds of thousands of Americans, just Americans, since they don't care about the world? Red-blooded right? Americans. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh stupid service. Who needs that? That's what I say, Skywalker. I don't know why they did it. I don't know why they added that. It it was unnecessary. But uh yeah, today we got some we got a bunch of Star Wars news to catch up on and stuff like that from uh, I'll be using Bestman Bulletin as always, you know. And uh see Jason. Mm-hmm. See Jason, this show can go away, right? And Santa can be in Gatlinburg doing jack squat for like a week. But we always know Bespin Bulletin will be out there to endlessly post. <laughs> and he just won't stop. Actually, <laughs> you were. Well, you know, no, I'll be honest with you. Uh, that That isn't true. I mean, like, like, like today. Like, OK, so like I've been around today because, you know, I rent this place. And like the the person who owns it, I am related to, and uh, I pay this person rent. I pay this person to live here, and they just like showed up out of the blue during my workday, wanting something from a, a part of the property that I don't have access to that I don't use. It's not mine. And um, other family members have it. Started blaming it as being my kid stuff or something just random like that. I'm like, it's not mine. I don't know. I got two minutes. I have a work meeting. Can't do this right now. This person just goes ballistic, raises their hand. Like they're going to punch me. I'm like, fucking do it. Just do it then. And then they're trying to get me <laughs> to punch them. Yes. Yeah. What? And they're, they're a, they're a big old fat fuck. Let's just put it that way. 
Did, did your brother come so, at you, bro? <laughs> no, no. Okay. No, just and, don't, and, let, and let's not play a game of, of which family member is a piece of shit. No, no, yeah, no. I, I just said the come at me, bro thing um, would be at. No, like, that would be a crazy. Cool. Yeah, my, okay, my, my, my brother's good, cool. good, 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 good. Um, He rents the, another, the other room here, actually, with us. Right. And uh, so. It's uh, Max. Anyways, though, she, she did it. No. <laughs> She's no, and then, uh, no. And then, uh, you know, just starts trying to fight me. Just, just coming at me Jesus. and stuff like that. And then, like, so, like, my, like, wrist are sprained. Were spr- I don't know if they were sprained, but my, my, they were swollen. My fingers are all jacked up. And, like, I wasn't taking the bait. They, they were wanting me to, to ignite the lightsaber and, and go, you know, go, go in on them. Like, they, they were trying to cause a fight this day. Fucking who knows why. Who, who, What's this have to do with Bespin refusing to stop posting? Like, well, <laughs> it only has a lot to do with, with, with why okay. Bespin. Well, Just making sure we're on target here. Oh, we are. <laughs> um okay. no it, and it's like like for you know i don't know like the last like month before this i you know he and i we, we hang out all the time we've been talking i've been like i don't think this is worth doing right now anymore like, i have to i have to for number mm-hmm. one yeah it, this is all going to come full circle but i have to I, I i gotta move out of here i can't stay here i'm i'm not going to stay here and then uh we got this writer strike perfect storm thing going on so what i do as my side work is writing that's what I do. Well, if you're a writer and you do freelance side work, there is none anymore. Because 30,000 fucking people from Hollywood just started doing that as side hustles. Whether they're supposed to or not. I think, I think, I think they're allowed to. But like, so that's all dried up. That's not a thing right now. Uh, let's put it this way. Something I would, let's say, make two grand for, I could do it now for about, seriously, $350. Jesus. like it's not it's there's not enough hours in the month to do that job and uh so you know best been side hustles that affects him too that and and like i said we we've been i've been more on the negative side of this whole thing as of late because um people would rather give money to cults of personality you know i, I don't really need to give money to best bulletin or making star wars i would rather give it to a guy who gives me my Star Wars news like it's ESPN. <laughs> what? You just want it third hand and, and fucking told to you stupid? You now, want it like Bespin, not like Espen, ESP, right? Bespin, ESPN? Yeah, yeah, Bespin. Um, but it's like, so I'm, I'm like telling him, you know, so I'm like telling Bespin this whole time, like, I don't think this is worth it. These, these, these people, they don't appreciate us. Now, for, for, the, for the record, the 49-ish of you in the chat right now, you guys are great. You guys have always supported us. You guys do a good job. I'm not trying to, to come in on you. This is about more of the, the whole thing and mass, you know? So so I have to get it. So anyways, so like, like right now, I'm like, like today, I'm here because I missed you and, and some of our friends in chat. I, I don't really don't see the, the, the big point in this at this time. Uh, there's no Hollywood is fucking shut down. It's going to be shut down for the rest of the year. It won't be. It, I don't even know if it's going to be up at the start of next year. To be honest with you, I think that they're trying to. I think that they're 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 trying to move the auteurs in and give them. Th- I'm I'm hearing things that make me think they're trying to bait director writers into breaking. That's where this is going with big money, and then once they have them. They don't need anybody. And then everything's everything's even fucking more broken, right? So uh all of this is, is going on. Like 
I I'm not I don't feel like I'm I'm throwing him under the bus. He said this on Twitter. Like Bespin's been like, I'm having to sell my personal possessions right now because there's no money. People aren't aren't, you know. Also, thank you for the super chat, dude. I appreciate it, man. Savage cabbage. You're the best. I do appreciate it. Um, I in fiber and cash. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> appreciate yeah. it. No, but but like like I said, like like Bestman's been having to like to like sell his fucking his his personal possessions because that's how like bad this is. So I'm kind of getting this on, on like a perfect storm of now I gotta move, but there's not really any work now. So now I gotta find like another job. And then like when I, I get into all of that, like, I don't know if I'll be coming back to this. I mean, this is all there's a lot of abuse in this, just to be honest with you, beyond family abuse. There's a lot of abuse. And uh right now, today, like one hour ago, on um Star Wars leaks, this fucking guy, Bespin Bulletin, the acolyte likely to re release Q2 2024. That's what the title should have been, unless you get a cut from the ads. You really have no reason to put the information in the headline instead of forcing a click and making everybody skim an article about a new Patreon page. Number one, you little fucking asshole. The guy has to do that because you guys don't fucking pay him because you guys copy and paste his fucking articles to Reddit. See, if you guys just want one-stop shop people who come by every now and then and be like, I got some information, don't know if you can trust me post and then you don't know if it's real and they go away that's what reddit that's the future of of reddit if you don't support the people who actually fucking do the leaking who do the, the yeah, work as, as lucas bought know. back star wars yet yeah, like, exactly. are they just disavowing yeah. that fucking shit you know they're just pretending they never ran with that for two weeks right and then yeah. and then one of the only logical people in that whole subreddit legal eagle 1992 says I understand the need for brevity in headlines, but it is not reasonable. But but is it not reasonable to click through a site for the as a courtesy for their work? The dude's got to make a living, and I don't think it's fair to disparage or shame him for promoting his own content in the article. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like I love that legal legal show on YouTube. Good guy. Oh, yeah, that is good, good show, right? He's but, um, Yeah. Then Azatruth says, you know, how would you feel if you spent a lot of time, effort, and money? only to have your work stolen without anything in return. He's the most reliable leaker we have. Hey, fuck you, Asitru. Um, uh, <laughs> and yet, this sub... Uh, Who's um, not a Jehovah's... Oh, I can't say that. No, no. Um, fans uh, <laughs> elsewhere, Twitter, have no attention span or decency. You know, I mean, Asitru's right. You'd rather read it misquoted by Star Wars stuff, pop culture crave, or whatever Twitter account that leeches off him. Support an independent fan do uh but no doubt the same type uh a person will click on the hollywood trades link who are running propaganda for the studios during the strike also fucking true you know what i mean like also yeah. very very true oh thank you for the super chat ben I, I i appreciate it man a lot you're the best dude um go put money and then this guy's all go put money in their patreon then and as the truth, like I have, I do. Like as the truth, yeah. has always been been fucking supportive of other content creators. So, so anyways, yeah, it just goes, it just goes on, and then like like there's somebody in there trying to go like like you know to the joke. MSW is more reliable. No, we're, we're the same. We're not. He's not more or less reliable, and that's not the point. The, the if the point is reliability, then you know where, where's the support here? 
but uh, at the at the end of the day, it just it just ends up where like a, a lot is at risk with with what's going on in the whole this whole strike thing because uh, all of these like other outlets and stuff they're all going to I I don't know what's going on with them but they got to be suffering if me and Bespin are feeling this like this then it's got to be bad like like well Jason too. I. I told you, man, the future of the show is not making Star Wars. It's making up Star Wars. We just got to make up shit. Like, like, that's the future. Right? We could be rolling in dough here if we just go along with making up stuff. I got impressions and we got creativity. And, you know, know, some of us are good at lying. (laughs) If only I can make making up stuff synonymous with theory. Huh. All right. So, oh, thank you for the super chat, Thomas. I appreciate it, Thomas. You're the best, dude. Thank, thank you for for the support, you guys. And once again, also, the people, lovely the, the tanks, people in uh, train, chat, sorry. the uh, people in this chat are have always been supportive of us. So it's not like you know well, what I mean. It's, not everyone in that chat. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've had my issues. You know, let's say <laughs> no, today, well, not, right? No. Let's say today, right? <laughs> today, yeah. you're doing well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mike. Thank you for the super chat, Mike. Appreciate it, man. But yeah, yeah. So it's like so. I don't know. So right now I'm trying to figure out what to do with my life. You know what I mean? Outside of uh, this stuff, I'll always do this to some extent because I love doing it. I love like hanging out with all of our Star Wars friends and talking about Star Wars. I mean, that's ultimately why even when it's not making anything, we still do it. It's why Bespin still does it, even though uh shouldn't. Thank you for the super chat, Pete. Uh, it says not much, but I appreciate you, bro. Sucks to hear about the struggle. You always provide good insight and prevent uh, and present info from a grounded point of view. I really do do try, you know, we, we and and that's that's one of the things uh, I would say about myself and Bespin is we always try. Uh, Savage says more UFO shows. Yeah, we could uh, we could definitely do one um, on what's going on. But I'll be honest with you, that stuff that's going on right now with the UFO stuff. It's bullshit. It's not buying it. It's a, I think it's a grift. It's a grift. You know, man, I got it. Is my buddy who's who's recently retired from the Air Force, but he's still like he's a civilian DOD dude now. You know, yeah. And he's trying to like come at me with like no movies. I'm just like, and I just start shooting it down. You know, like this doesn't make sense. I don't make sense. And he can't be a whistleblower and not be whistleblowing. I got. I can't say because I'd be breaking the laws. Like, what, what what are we doing here? Like, what is this? This is the weirdest thing. Meanwhile, when people actually whistleblow. They put them in jail forever, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, you know, like for nothing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, just to give a, a preview of what our UFO show will be on that. Um, everything is anecdotal. Every single part about that has been an anecdotal. Right. Piece of new, uh, so therefore, like, like, they're like, you can't lie to Congress. Well, when you're saying somebody told me somebody said something. There's not really a lot of culpability for that. There's not really like a lot of responsibility for that, you know. And they lie in Congress every week. I mean, all, all the time, <laughs> of course. <laughs> like we're on CNN. I mean, Congress lies to Congress. Jim Jordan alone, Mark, met every one of these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they yeah. lie all the time. What are you talking about? All, no, no, all, all the time. But but uh, but I mean, you know, when you're going, at, I, I under, but but to honor the perspective of the person who thinks that it's like this person is lie is lie and put themselves in jeopardy. But look at how they're doing it. They're not saying, like, I saw this stuff firsthand. This is my right. Someone information. told me. Somebody told me they dealt with the body. Somebody told, pilots told me, you know, 
who may you know or may not like? be coked out, by the way, too. And I, a lot of pilots are, not... are, are on amphetamines when they fly. It's just that is the truth, too. Yeah, sadly, so is James Horner. Um, oh, oh, no. Uh, I know. Willow, it breaks my heart, dude. Breaks my heart. But um, we got a subpar avatar score because of that. Well, and we lost a fantastic person, but whatever. I got Metallica uh, and Willow because of that. So s- save your little violins, buddy. No, I'm kidding. but uh (laughs) look i'm not picking on him i'm not picking on him but it's the difference between jeff snyder and his actual context and then roca chime in and saying he has quote unquote sources told him something like you know Mm. (laughs) from his comfy pad in san diego and snyder laughs your sources i mean this is this is on her own show it's not like i'm conjecturing here yeah yeah so like my whole thing, man, is I was watching that that guy did that. I'm not a big fan of body language experts, but I'm like, yeah. the guy did that with him. And I'm like, why not? I got I had to put something on because I'm working my ass off right now. Mm-hmm. I put it on because he also did the James Cameron one. I'm like, I'll put these two on and that'll kill an hour. But then, like, I'm just listening to the interview this this dude did with the, the, the news interview he did, the 60 Minutes or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere at the very end, Jason, he just starts talking about Waco. You know, yeah. and I brought this up. I'm like, look, man, he starts bringing up Waco. Then my, my military friend goes, he goes, well, I mean, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Look, let me give you some context, right? It would be like Waco was 30 years ago, man. Like it would be like during the Phoenix Lights, okay. right? I, it would be like during the Phoenix Lights, someone's interviewing about how they saw the Phoenix Lights. Oh, and by the way, uh, Kent State. You know? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Here's, here's what that what that is, Rob. Is if you've if you've like one of the things I've paid attention to um, with the the UFO news over the last year has been like you know it starts with Marco Rubio and you kind of move out right. from there and and like so what you really have is you have UFO devotees people who believe in it whether they should or not and then you have Republicans that are pushing the concept that you can't trust the government that they're hiding Correct. all this stuff from you. And so that's what I told more, him. I said they're trying to push yeah. a narrative of we it's can't trust the government. It needs to be dismantled. They yeah. have no interest in bettering or furthering knowledge. They're literally trying to tell people in Florida that slavery was okay. You know, and, <laughs> like and, this is not their like. Come on, man. Know, and, and and like like and like I I'm, I'm saying this like literally apolitically. Like I, I could be a right winger, and this is just is what it is. You can see the difference between right wing outlets who cover the UFO stuff, Tucker Carlson. And the likes, and then the left wing stuff who don't really cover it. Now, now has it been covered? I'm not saying it has. If you want, to, oh, I actually, Young Turks did a video. Yeah, they they did. I don't care. That's not my point. My point is like, how has it been for the last like since since the the pandemic when we really hit the the, the UFO like like surge up? And uh, as I was really interested in all this stuff, I I followed everybody. I followed every single thing Elizondo said, and. Uh, the more and now i'm to the point where after having heard everything that they have to say i don't believe them i think they're everybody in alexander yeah i I think they're they're yeah and i was like you know what they have more credibility than you know some crazy lady you know what i mean who's who's has a secret source uh on an hbo documentary or some shit so i was like okay you know i'll hear what they have to say you know what i mean like and i'm like okay is this going somewhere is this actually it and uh, over time, it's like when you just see how they're all involved and that current leaker, the quote, the quote, uh, whistleblower, they were at yeah. UFO conventions with all of the with George Knapp and Elizondo's yeah. photos. Of, yeah. 
No, I'm sorry, but if you were a real whistleblower afraid of being assassinated, the last place you would go was a UFO convention because that would literally be, why would you be there? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, they would kill you if that was real, if that's what you were really afraid of, if that reality was real. So anyways, without making this a UFO show, uh, that's that's kind of like where I'm at on it. I don't, uh, when, whenever you hear anything and it's like, wow, that's amazing, look at it. And just go, is it anecdotal? If it's anecdotal, throw it over your shoulder. Because you know what? After 75 years, we have enough anecdotes. We need actual evidence. And uh, another one last thing, the Go Fast video that I keep seeing was always brought up in all that stuff isn't going fast at all. It's going about 30 miles per hour. Therefore, it could literally be a balloon. It could be literally anything in the sky. Uh, not amazing. Yeah, and every and, and every so, UFO channel that's popped up, you know, from Chris Lito on down since they've since the last four years have all turned into like Bitcoin support me on Web three, every one of them, you know. And so it's that's like what, that's what I should be doing. I'd be rich right now. I'd be like Bitcoin. Like but. here's a conspiracy theory. I believe it, right? And I can't prove it, but this is the one I believe in. It concerns JFK, right? Let's just get into this, right? Mm-hmm. Like I believe oh, yeah, in the yeah. theory that. Oswald was up there. Oswald shot. Oswald just had a chicken dinner and a Coke and he wasn't going to fucking hit Kennedy. I mean, Whoa! I don't know, folks. We, we, tend to not, we tend to not drink caffeine and food before we go to the training range for obvious you know, reasons. You know, <laughs> throws off your aim. Um, well, the uh, Secret and Service then the Secret Service, about, it was right, first They don't know day. what I'm talking about. I know, but let me tell day. the story. Yeah. Right. And so the Secret Service returns fire because it was really obvious. It's a small it's a small area. You know where the shit's coming from. So, like, generally speaking, OK, especially if you're in the middle of ground zero, if you're in the middle of a triangulation, uh, mm-hmm. they fire back and inadvertently with an AR-15 of all things, pop Kennedy in the head. And that would be the, the one from the front where he goes back. And so, they help. It's the only reason that explains, Jason, why they hid the bullet. You well, know what the, I mean? Why they flipped out bullets yeah. and, and, and then they changed their protocol about AR-15s. Now, I don't know about you, but after the, can, the, the president of the United States is shot and murdered in the 60s, right? With the wave of communism, we're on the verge of Vietnam, all this other stuff, civil rights movements. Mm-hmm. Why would Texas, like, why would the Secret Service change their protocol? They, they would arm up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, yeah, on that one right there, that, that Secret Service agent was using an AR-15. It was his first day. When the shot fired, the uh, little little convoy tugged. They think the bullet. They, they they think the gun went off at that point. The guy shoots Kennedy in the back of the head, and which is why they say if they, they right and, and, they magic bullet. and it also explains why they would yeah. continue to not admit that for sixty something years, right? Because no mm. government wants to admit they accidentally killed their own president, right? <laughs> yeah, no. No, you don't. That, that's that that seems really incompetent. And thank you guys for the super chats today. Aria gave uh fifty Donkey Kong bucks, says, but Jason, uh but Jason, Bob can't means Rob can't eat McDonald's with a twenty two M a year doing nothing. He's a victim in all of this. And then, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you, Comics Ben. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it, dude. Put Paul gave us five dollars super chat. And oh, Patrick thanks, Paul. gave twenty pounds. Thank you, Patrick. You're awesome, dude. Always appreciated. And damn, Oppenheimer was outstanding. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I got together with Bestman Bulletin last night, and we did a Barbenheimer podcast for his podcast for the Bob podcast. And I don't know if it's out yet. It might, it's either out now or it's coming out. It's about to come out right now. So 
we, we went over uh, some of the Star Wars news that he had to hit on his podcast, and then we talked about Barbie and Opp- Oppenheimer. Have you, have you seen either of them yet, gonna, No, but I heard about the sex scene. Are, are you going to yell that out next time you're in full coitus? Like, <laughs> Which one? Which one? Uh, the, the, Wait, which... the Oppenheimer. I am the destroyer. I... <laughs> worlds? Yeah. I become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should give me there ideas because you, you, you know I'll do it. <laughs> I, know you. I will do it. Some lucky and... ladies <laughs> or person, you never know. You know. <laughs> All right, let's let's get to the star some of to some of that Star Wars news that we have. Uh so this is from bestmanbulletin.com. And uh and once again, man, like like I, I I get people that like are like, hey, I get tired of being like pitch money and all that kind of stuff. But if you read bestmanbulletin.com, give them a buck a month. I mean, like like all of this stuff, uh, it's just not free. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm it, on the show. I pay Jason and Bestman. Yeah, so then what's your fucking excuse? Yeah. You know what I mean? I I bring actual well, I mean I wouldn't call it content, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it, it, what we're saying is what, what Rob's saying is, if you pay enough, you can just you can just be the co-host of the show. We'll just fucking we'll just do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, sorry, yeah, Rob. yeah. <laughs> someone someone else someone else can can do the felony for an oh, hour did, a day. Did did we uh, did we get your 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 Comic Con announcement like all the way out there now? Is that stuff like all out? Oh yeah, it's announced. Yeah, yeah. yeah tell 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 people on the show who who might not be reading X anymore uh what happened oh, uh, they might not know oh so i have a new com i have a comic book coming out next year we don't have a date yet it's a spawn comic book from todd mcfarlane called spawn kills every spawn spawn <laughs> kills every spawn um yeah. let me see if i can quickly bring up uh some cover right here but basically there's these like these uh cur- these humorous books he's done for years called spawn kills everyone and uh I'll be doing like sort of like a soft reboot in a way. It's not. It's, I, I've just sort of changed the the look of everything. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's like a little chibi spawn who goes on a killing rampage to kill all the real spawns, you know, because yeah. he's like jealous and shit, you know. So um, <laughs> it'll be like oh, like see, this is this kind of oh, invaders ish, you know, in a way, you know, a little bit. But John Layman, the the writer John Layman, he's been around for years, man. He's super good. He's gonna be mm-hmm. writing. And then I'm drawing he's covers and lame, interiors. Man, he's not lame. Oh yeah, he's man. never heard that joke before. <laughs> never heard yeah, that. I, I, ever heard I that. Let me it. see if I can. I actually, I'm a time traveler. I, I oh, let me see if I can share really quick, and I'll give you, I'll give you a show, and then I'll put a link, and then whatever, really quick settings. Yeah, yeah just with not, the, I don't, I don't know if it gets you in trouble or not, but uh, I, I, I've, I've seen a couple of the, the, the things that you've done before and the, the shit's amazing i was like this guy actually has talent who would have thought you know i mean that that's here can you see wrong. this it's loading up right now all right there we go that's photoshop right so that's the cover art to issue one spawn kills every spawn so and what's really cool man is look man I, I've been a, i'm a huge spawn fan like when i say mm-hmm. i'm a huge spawn fan i mean like i was at comic-con 1992 when image started that was actually my introduction to all of that you know mm-hmm. like, yeah so um i didn't get on a spider-man until after the fact but uh 
so I got the first 100, 150 issues of Spawn straight up. And then until they moved into like a realistic thing. And then I was like, not my thing. But uh, they're all right here. I'm even in issue 45. The minute they open up Spawn.com, I went and gave them an email under my my AOL address, Robin586, right? Because I had a 586 <laughs> PC at the time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm in 46. issue 45. You think you're better than me? I was complaining to them about not having salmon Twitch figures. And then that's when they announced the salmon Twitch figures. So I, I brought that up to Todd. But uh, what's fun, though, is I always wanted Spawn to have a bat, like a little buddy, right? Because mm -hmm. Todd always likes to call people buddies. So I made a character called Buddy. Look, there's his buddy. buddy. This is a little buddy. buddy will help him murder everything. So and then, you know, yeah. he just murders Spawn. So it'll be a fun, humorous book, dude. You know. Sad. Badass, dude. Looks good. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we, we haven't, we have had to be all like secretive about it over like the last like year or whatever, but whenever you, you've from time to time heard Rob clicking and the little strokes of his pen, that's what he was doing on the show <laughs> all this whole time when, when he's been forced ghost Rob, because we can't see what he's doing. That's, that's, let, let me tell you this folks, doing. or he's just nude. I don't know. Maybe. I've put enough Easter eggs in his book that the, the first page of issue three will have almost every major Indiana Jones Easter egg shove in one panel. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you know, and it all still works. It's all still Spanish. So, you know, like, I know if it ain't your thing, there you go. But, um, yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, you know, like, uh, people I went to high school with read that panel and they were mm -hmm. like, what? <laughs> you know we're like is that because they knew how i dug mcfarlane and spawn and all that shit back in the day you know like they were, i had an ex-girlfriend get a home the one who was with me in high school he was like oh my god you know like so yeah, yeah. thanks brandon yeah so brandon said rob go, that spawn cover looks awesome so yeah, yeah, wait, wait till you see two and three that's 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 the that was my easy cover. I was being easy on the colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's, there's, there's some, some, some stuff coming. If I, if I, if I've heard correctly that, uh, I don't know, it makes where, where's Waldo look like a very simple little quaint drawing where you could automatically see Waldo. <laughs> it's like your stuff looks, looks really great, man. And like, I'm glad that you finally got like like that moment where you got to say what you were working on because I'm a spoiler guy and I was just like, come on, man, tell us. And all of now. all five issues will be done by the time this thing ships, so you'll be able to pick it up every month for five months straight. You know, so. nice. All right, let's Let go get... to the Star Wars news for the people. All right, let's bring it to the people. And uh, any 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 spawn questions you can ask, go and ask him. I, I don't I don't care. I think it's cool. Well, I'm uh, drawing. I'm not gonna be seeing the chat. Y'all have to bring it up. <laughs> okay. Um, Star Wars Lando writer thinks he's still attached to the series. This is from BestmanBulletin.com. You can support oh, on no Patreon or give a copy. <laughs> yes, this is exactly where the story is. Uh, Star Wars Lando writer thinks he's still attached <laughs> to the series, but is unsure. Questions pro questions projects not happening due to his race and sexuality. And then what? a nice little picture of Lando. Yeah, so here we go. And once again, that's probably why that guy got mad. Because, uh, you know, Lando's a big old bisexual. Or is he Is he bisexual? I think he's bisexual. He, 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 I thought he was robot-sexual. Robo-sexual. Yeah, I guess that makes him pansexual. Pan-robo-sexual. Pan-sexual. Pan-sexual. Because they're pans. Right? Yeah. Like, which, which also yeah. I, I, found, I found interesting that the conversation about that over the last like couple of years has been all about like 
arguing pansexuality and being angry about that. But one of the things I think that you could argue is you do have another instance of a black man who is being hypersexualized now. Now, Lando's always been a little bit flirtatious, so I kind of that that comes with the trope. But uh, th there you go. I'm not making me, an argument me, for one oh, way or the other. Meanwhile, guys in Japan are marrying their pillows. So hey, some of those pillows <laughs> want it hard, though. You know, um, maybe that my pillow guy could pivot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would explain a lot. I don't know why we're waiting like that. Yeah, you know. yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, can, can, can you draw me a spawn pillow with some, no, no, it was, uh, anyways, uh, it's been close to three years since the Lando series was first announced. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble with the job. So I stopped, I will, uh, but I... there's been no, no real updates on the project since writer of Lando, Justin Simeon has now provided an update and you can support Bespin on Patreon and coffee. Um, Justin Simeon, the writer of Lando who's probably best known for writing Netflix's Dear White People and directed Disney's Haunted Mansion starring Rosario Dawson, which, by the way, was a Disney Plus movie. You might not want to spend your cash on that one. Up to you. But I have, I have a theory that they are releasing it now this summer. That way it will be on Disney Plus for Halloween, which is the original intention. I think it's just a double dip, to be honest with you guys. And from what we're hearing about the movie, I don't think it's worth seeing. But if you do see it and it's good, let me know because I would love for it's there a, to be a good Haunted Mansion movie. You know, I would love for that. Well, to it's that. a real shame because do you know who was trying to make that movie at Disney for years? Mm -mm. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Like he Toro, was, he, yeah. when he wanted to have Box Ghost, you know, to be the main villain, which yeah. sort of looked like that by the trailer, but by way of like uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost from 1994, right? The Casper movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I just feel more just like that. To... Whoa, Conchu. Thank you so much, buddy. That is uh, well above the call of duty, man. Thank you so much. Conscious uh, 66 gave $399 super chat. Canadian. What? I appreciate that, man. You are a fucking saint, dude. Thank he's, you so much. He, now he's asked to be the host of the show, right? Like, that's more yeah. than you make. <laughs> when, uh, do you want me to remove Rob now? Uh, are, you coming, are you moving into the show today? Or I could get a lot not. more work done if you, you know, <laughs> at least an hour's worth more. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm that is so nice. I really, really appreciate that a lot. Um, beyond the call of duty. Thank you so much. So anyway, back to the, to the Lando thing. Uh, do not, you know, see that movie. If you see it, let me know if it's good. Let me know if it's, if it's like, if it's our cup of tea. I'm I'm of the opinion that if you were to ever do a Haunted Mansion movie, should be Victorian horror slash hammer horror tribute film. The, the look of Crimson Peak that you're Guillermo yeah. did. The look of that, yeah. right? Yeah. With with the puppetry of like, um, remember remember in the first Ghostbusters movie, like the the, mm -hmm. the taxi driver skeleton. You know what I mean? Like the kind of taxi driver skeleton. I thought was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 I, I like like I'm not a huge Del Toro fan like overall. Not that I don't like his stuff. I've just never loved the stuff. But that last Pinocchio film was the first movie he did where I'm like, I oh. really love this Pinocchio film. What if like, he had it, done it stop motion? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, if he had done it stop right. motion, or if he had just done all of the yeah, ghost stop it, motion. There's there's there was so many creative ways of of getting at it. But but just just a heads up to everyone. 
my, my daughter's seen the uh, trailer. I think I am going to be roped into probably having to take her to see it. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's, I told you that this movie eight. would be huge in 1995. You know what I mean? Like, would have been the biggest thing at Blockbuster that year. Would have been know? a big, but it would have been a good follow up to the Nightmare on Christmas kind of like Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas sort of like started this like very sanitized goth kid kind of Disney goth kid thing. And then they didn't know what to do with it. That's kind of what happened. And, but anyways, yeah, they, they uh, pivoted to 101 Dummies. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. They did. So, uh, Haunted Mansion, starring Rosario Dawson, which releases tomorrow, has spoken with the Hollywood Reporter. So, Rosario Dawson spoke to the Hollywood Reporter regarding various top topics. And the trade asked the writer director about the Lando series. So, for the, just to be clear, Rosario Dawson, who's playing Ahsoka in a different Star Wars series, is in the Justin Simeon directed Haunted Mansion right. film. Okay, I know it gets a little confusing because of the crossbreeding here. Uh, so so incestuous. Uh, the writer-director of the Lando series, which was announced back in 2020. The conversation with THR comes 10 days after Simeon told the direct that he had not heard an update from Lucasfilm regarding the Lando series since it was announced in December 2020 during Disney's Investor's Day but was told that development was paused before the series was even announced. So uh, I'm sure Bestman's going to go on to say this. My, I, th- I know me and Bestman agree on this. We believe that Donald wasn't signed aboard officially with any, at least like, like with the intent to be Lando at that point. And then he comes aboard and then, and then it gets shuffled around. Simeon was very open during his conversation with THR when asked about the Lando project with the writer telling the outlet that he believes he's still on board to write Lando, but that he didn't really know, but that Lucasfilm told him that they loved what he had done. Simeon once again reiterated that development was paused on this series so that Lucasfilm could figure out everybody's involved availability. Simeon adds that since the announcement and development being paused, he has not investigated the situation further. However, Simeon, a gay man of color, questioned projects he's worked on with big studios not coming to fruition due to the color of his skin and his sexuality. He said the following to THR. I am attached, I think, but I don't really know. The last thing I was told was that they loved it but needed to put a pin in it until they could figure out everybody's availability. I haven't investigated further, but I'm not an idiot. I'm not alone in that experience, but I can't help but wonder, am I too black? Am I too queer? Uh, you guys could soundbite that if you want to. Am I too black? Am I too queer? And people just want to say that because it seems like I develop things with these companies and they just never happen for reasons unknown. Justin Simeon, by the Isn't that 90% reporter. of Hollywood though, dude? Like, I sure. mean, yeah. Yeah. If you want to, Chris McQuarrie you know, literally got a, won a fucking Oscar and couldn't get shit made for 12 years, you mm-hmm. know, like, like, so I, I'm not, but, but I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, yeah. but you can't be woke Disney hiring all the, the gays and the whatevers and simultaneous be, you, you know, against gay Disney, you know what I mean? Who refuses? We we only like to pay them and not actually make anything like that. I don't know. Well, like, that, oh, okay, so like 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 for instance, Tony Gilroy has said these same comments with that without the "Am I too black? Am I too queer?" He, Tony Gilroy said, "I the best stuff I've written has never even been on screen." 
But so that's Tony fucking Gilroy, who's a great writer. And but then now imagine Tony Gilroy is black and queer and adding that experience to his work. If this series were coming out and they had moved on to something else, that'd be one thing. But yeah. this dude, this like, this series ain't getting made because the main guy just don't want to make it. See that, that's it. That yeah, and and that right there, you you could you very well maybe write on that one. Like, but I I don't know how to grapple with this with this concept. Donald Glover is doing the fucking Community movie right now. There's no way no they're doing the Community. No movie. no no, they had to well, really they, they had, had to, they had to pull strings to get that. that that's not fair right. like that. He did not but, want to do that. That you know, but he's doing it. And right. well, you know, you and, do. And, I, like, and once I, again, I show up favor. here for my friends sometimes. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 No, and uh, and like like that might very well be the the uh, situation there. But also, there's like so much conjecture involved that I'm only just looking at wh- it, what it is. You know. And what it is is that he's doing the community movie uh, when there's not a strike. Now they do a lot of improv. Uh, best he doesn't want to do to Star me. Wars, and uh, but he also he's doing that because he doesn't. If he wanted to do Star Wars, he'd be doing Star Wars right now. Yeah. You know, like they didn't have any problem. Fast, I get. I just don't. From everything I've heard, man, like that dude doesn't have a problem getting shit done. It's just eh, I don't want to deal with it. No, no, and I no, just don't think prolific. But also remember, right. he had he had the Amazon, he had a, a lucrative Amazon deal, Mister and Mrs. Smith, um, and he he delivered two projects to that while doing Atlanta, while doing a pop career. We don't know the full extent of the Amazon deal. We don't know how many projects he's delivered to Amazon that they passed on that he could have been doing at this time. Um, he's made right. comments saying, "I just want to eat oranges and look at the sun after COVID. I just want to live my best life." Is essentially what he said. And uh, t- to some extent, though, how many times have we heard actors related to Star Wars and Star Wars projects dealing with the Disney machine say things like that? Because that's how you negotiate. And- Meanwhile, Jason, I have neo neoliberalish friends, right? Like they consider themselves liberal, but they're not really. And every now and then they'll pop out with like, man, how come every show that's on Netflix, every new show has to be gay? You know, like not every news show is gay. What are you talking about? It's in every show. Like, what are you talking about? You know, even my kid brought it up. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. I don't know. What are you, what specifically are you talking? So I don't, maybe, like, maybe right straight now, people need to be more interesting. I'll just put it that way. Right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, o- openly gay talent has had the best time of getting shit done today. More now than ever before. You know, it doesn't have parody with, with straight shows yeah. by any measure, you know? And and real stuff, not like queer eye for the straight, you know, like itchy game show yeah. stunts, you know, like so. And the drag queen rate, the drag race is like still one of the highest fucking rated watch shows every week, man. When that's out, you know, like I got my friends, they they live by, they live and die by that show, man. Like so, I don't know. I hear the frustration. The problem I have with this when it's like. Disney is literally, they put Malcolm in charge of Black uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Like, Malcolm, go listen to his, his, oh. Malcolm, uh, forget his last name. Go listen to his interviews during Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, like, he's a fantastic writer, you know? And, like, they don't have a problem with that. They just have a problem with hiring people and shelving stuff and not making things. That's, that's what they yeah. have a problem with. 
Well, yeah, and, and but but I I could still see his point though. His point is because like like the the thing about it is when well, they the can talk to him. <laughs> you could talk. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. They can literally yeah. say, "If I'm your friend, why don't you just say, man, we really can't do it because might have a little more we can chew.' You know what I mean? Want to get yeah. a pizza over it? You know, like like they should stop treating. You got to build relationships. And what I take from this case, and I'll let you finish, but what I take away from this yeah, is yeah. whoever's at top, whether it's Kathleen Kennedy on down, whatever. I don't know the another Michelle Rejuan left. I don't really know the structure. You know. Mm-hmm. But whoever is like about really managing Michelle Rejuans, yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. the Reja Quan, the Reja, there's a there's a number there. I haven't figured Reja out Obi-Wan. the number yet. Yeah, yeah. So Reja Four, but um, they aren't building relationships with people. It's this sounds more like work for hire. This sounds more like in a comic book thing where you turned in a script and then they just didn't make it. You yeah. know, and it's like. That's really weird because so much money's on the line for mm-hmm. everyone involved. The risk factor is way more than like a comic book that to to alien to treat talent like that. I mean, man, there's a reason why they're all straight. Right? <laughs> now I think about it, maybe Justin should be grateful for the shit he got, you know, <laughs> to quote Bob No, <laughs> no it, it, yeah, but we'll see the, the, the thing is, is number one, uh, I know a lot of people at Disney, like a lot, you know, Burbank is not very far from my home. I, I've socialized with people who work at Disney and around Disney my, my whole life practically. And the company has um, in its ranks a large gay population. It's it, that is actually like true. That's like when the when the people in Florida get really mad about some gay agenda and stuff like that. It's like to some extent, no, actually, it's just them being the people who they are, and then you and then you not liking. Yeah, that. I'm sorry and, if the bud the, the Budweiser the, the bud uh, full the full car bud people aren't going to fucking theater all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm going to go on a limb and say hey. that, 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 that the, uh, the gator, the gator huggers, you know what I mean? Yeah. The gator wrestlers ain't a big wicked fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, big time. <laughs> Studio makes lar- by and large musicals, you know what I mean? And show theater. Like, what do yeah. they want, dude? Like, well, you want it to all be the WWE, which, by the way, it, it, let's be honest, that shit, nothing's more gayer, in, innuendously gayer that, ain't, you know what I mean, than pro wrestling. Like, like yeah. I mean, that's why that's why my, my gay friends love the only people I could watch wrestling with was, it was my two gay friends, you know, because mm-hmm. they were they were getting a whole nother thing out of it. I was I, I was in it for Bret Hart and Razor Ramon, you know, and so were they. Um, but um, it sounds like I was like, they're a little too oily. I don't think so, Rob. I'm like, ah, whatever. Looks good to me, Chico. But they brought powdered donuts, man. They were always prepared. Yeah. No. yeah, but I mean, like, like the the uh, thing is, is that a lot of these studios, though, what they will do is they will they will go out and they will decide oh this can be that and this can't be that or that's not normal this is not and so if they don't want that then they won't go with it but i i think in this instance though i think he could i mean if you've ever in your life made the argument ryan johnson's trilogy didn't happen because of controversy controversy uh, yeah then you have to you have to to see this as the same thing 
because they're certainly you, afraid I'm, of angering uh, a weird fan base for certain. But that fan base yeah. isn't just homophobic assholes. It's also those weird Raylo people that want to mm-hmm. ship every care. And if you don't put their exact soap opera configuration together, they're going to burn yes. the whole place down. Oh, yeah. Like, what is that? Like, like what is- no, it, it, no, it's, it's definitely true. I will, I will give the, 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 the left, the right, and the apolitical all the same amount of crazy <laughs> points today. <laughs> they all, they all get it. They're all a little right. bit insane. And uh, so, so I, I, I could see, like I said, I could see where, where, where he's coming from, but at the same time, you're right. It is a, it's a, it's a industry that is generally just broken and most things don't get made. And, um, but also, you know, you do have to ask, like, you know, when you don't, when, I think when, when, a when, movie, like, he, like, like the, the studio is the studio, you know? And mm-hmm. if the studio, ha- I mean, Kathleen Kennedy doesn't seem to have an agenda against putting people of color or of different sexual status in charge of things. So then you're no, saying Disney, that's profitable you, to them. That's they why gave, they do it. Then they gave them a whole movie and they bumped mm-hmm. the movie up from Disney plus the theatrical, which you know what I mean? Like that's, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I don't know, yeah. Jess, this is a weird time to bring this one up. You know, like it's just, you're in a weird mm-hmm. position to do. I think more, I think what's more in line was when, um, what's her face she was on the office and then she went to was it parks and rec she was on the writing staff for toy story 4 and then mm-hmm. she left because of the weirdness with women at pixar you know when last yeah. year was story you know like i get that that seems the. Ch- i'm just not seeing the consistency in this yeah you know? but if, if like, i was a, if i was a black man in the united states uh at black his gay age, man. black especially black gay man yeah gay man a black man both um you i think it's fair to question why things don't happen for you or do happen to you and stuff like that considering just like probably your experience at fucking sizzler or something you know what i mean like by the way it's you know in my opinion the best black gay man ever put the film was hooper and chasing amy (laughs) i'm a minority of a minority (laughs) shut up comic-con yeah um so okay scott thank you for the super chat scott says Nice to see stuff like Mission Impossible and NDC post Barbenheimer boost this week at the Daily Box Office. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Three point five million for Mission Impossible on a Tuesday, uh, wildest weekend in theaters since two thousand eight or so. And thank you for the you super talk chat, about this Scott. for a second. We can segue well, into this. So well, that, we'll that's, continue that's with been, Bestman's article yeah. will go through the the whole show, show dude, no doubt. Yeah. But um, I've had some thoughts on this since we took a week off. You know, like the barb, like. Barbenheimer, I told you that that could be their highest grossing film of the year, right? Just by the way, my a lot of my female friends were like chatting about it. I'm like, I haven't seen this much chatter since uh, the first Hunger Games movie, you know? Like, so mm-hmm. I was like, you just someone over there is doing something right. And then at the theater, they had that that standee where you could stand in like a Barbie figure, and I was like, that's such a genius move. Why didn't they do that for GI yeah. Joe? Why didn't they do that for well, Star Wars? They actually, you Star they Wars especially. That, <laughs> they actually do that for Star Wars at cons officially. Cons, but which at I, movie which, theaters though. No, no, and that's that's where I'm going with this. It's not like the idea never occurred to anybody. You know? Right. So right, whoever was pitching the... that at Disney for Star Wars and was getting shot down over the last couple of years, um, definitely should be listened to more. And uh, they probably could have got Hasbro to pay for it on top of it. Just think about it. 
But this uh, and this is going to segue into my one criticism. I have like two criticisms of the movie of Mission Impossible. I've seen it eight times now because there's eight Mission Impossible movies. That's how many times I have to see the film. And I have. I have. Yeah. Legally, all in the theaters. So do with that what you will. For those late show ones, man. But um, so the last Mission Impossible movie, Fallout, they had this thing happen where Henry Cavill decided to pump up his guns, right? Pump up his arms, right? Lock and load him before he hit a dude. And that memed its way across the internet. Like it caught on with the kiddies, you know? And they ended up yeah. doing like, what, 750 million? I think it was like the most they've ever done for Mission Impossible movie. And now mm-hmm. Macquarie is not a guy to like try to, Henry did that on his own volition on set. No one planned for that. He's not a guy to go, we need a memeable moment for this movie, right? It's not how he operates. So much right. so to the fact that the look of Fallout, in my opinion, is the one of the best looking films ever made. Like takes that dark night look and pushes it forward with color. It, and it adds a 60s, a high tech 1960s feel. And they, they didn't keep that DP on this film. And Macquarie has said it's because he wants he wanted each one of his films to reflect the tone of the script. And I hear all that, but I'm like, but could you have done three movies with that look and then change it? You know, like oh, you had a yeah. look and everyone loved it. Why give it up so quickly? But whatever. But the complaint I have is that mm-hmm. the movie centers around a villain that was there in the 90s and sort of set up Ethan Hunt for his whole adventure. And the way Macquarie tends to develop characters is they don't write a script. They get, a, they get an actor and the character comes from the actor. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no offense to Isai Morales, who does a good job. I mean, he would be fine in any Star Wars or Batman movie or whatever. And he does a good job in this one. But like, mm-hmm. No kid's getting excited about Isai Morales fighting Ethan Hunt. And if you're going to say that the guy, the main villain of the film was there in the 90s, maybe you find an actor who was around in the 90s. Like, I don't know, Keanu Reeves. Like, if John Wick were fighting Ethan Hunt, you would have had memes galore, bro. If Hugh Jackman were fighting Ethan Hunt, you would have had Wolverine versus Ethan Hunt, right? Even Brad Pitt. Because there's a vampire reference in this movie. <laughs> Even if, mm-hmm. You know, like that would have been something. Now, I personally would have gone with Keanu Reeves. Now, if they don't do that, then I, I, I got a fun stunt cast for you, buddy. You're going to laugh yeah. when I say it. But if you think about it, no, no, Ralph Macchio, Ralph oh, Macchio, no. right? Because what's Ralph the number Macchio. one stream film on the stream show on Netflix? Karate no. Kid and Johnny, Ralph Macchio Johnny. or Keanu Reeves. Give us Johnny. Give us. But Johnny. he's already a bad guy. But Ralph yeah. Macchio, the, the guy's name is Gabriel, like an angel. That kid don't age. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You could like he literally can't age, and it would have been so, Bruce Willis is out physically. He can't do anything, man. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But uh, my my point is Keanu Reeves, and if you look at Isai Morales' performance, and you just pretend Keanu Reeves, you get the same inflection. There's just not much of a difference. Yeah. So. That is like the thing. And I, and I know this because I have a younger friend. He's in his, he's like Azure's age. And mm-hmm. I was talking about the movie Young and he goes, Black. Hey man, who's the villain? Who's he, who's the villain? And I'm like, I don't really, uh, it doesn't really, that's not the point. You know, cause the villain really isn't that guy, but it kind of is. So when you don't have that, <clears throat> it is, <clears throat> but they had to tangible, they had to do two things. Show what the AI could do to someone, which is how you get the opening. And then mm-hmm. two, make a physical representation of that AI in the real world. Otherwise it's just, you're just talking about a villain there's there has to be something there and i think and like so when you when you have that it's not the movie's great you go look at the fucking reviews you know but in the wake of this barbie oppenheimer meme you just get drowned out right there's no way you don't this isn't like 
so much a memeable movie. Like this Barbenheimer, this Barbenheimer thing, it's literally an ice ice bucket challenge now. People are like, I took the Oppenheimer challenge. I survived Oppenheimer. Like that is the meme stock going around, you know? So Mm -hmm. like, you're not going to be able to replicate that again. Like, even if it wasn't Oppenheimer, it was Barbin. What are they going to do with Barbie too? Barbin Lego? Like, it's not going to, you know, it's not. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like. Well, they're, they're, like, they're going to try. J-Lo, you know, and it's going to be cringy. They're, they're, they're going to try to replicate it and it's going to be going to be cringy. I mean, Correct. that's the one thing that, that it that it, it proves, though, and that what uh, Scott is is mentioning here is that, like, when it comes to movies, not everything in life, regardless of what economists want you to think. But in at the movies, especially, a rising tide does lift all boats. When people, because it has to do with consumer habits, it has to do with with socializing, it has to do with showing up to a theater and going, "Oh, Mission Impossible is packed. I'm going to go see Indiana Jones because I don't want to sit next to this kid right here," and stuff like that. Like it, 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 it that ends up. That's how that's how Hollywood works. Counter programming works. All that kind of stuff, and so. Uh, it it's been uh, a, a tumultuous summer, regardless. However, you want to look at it, like people got murdered, uh, studios got murdered releasing films this year, and they've made money and they've lost a lot of money. Even if but, it had been Christian Bale, you would have yeah, you could have got that Batman meme stock, you know, going. But yeah, the, the, yeah that wouldn't have worked though. I, I always say that, like like that movie just wasn't going to work. Unfortunately, it came too late. And Michael Keaton's Batman, you need an Obi-Wan Kenobi. In, well, like no, I I'm talking say, about Mission Impossible, like okay. the casting for Mission Impossible. Okay. Flash isn't going to um, work because their generation don't like their Flash. It's just that simple. Like, Sure. I mean, that has a lot yeah. to do with it. But it's like, yeah, it's like it's like uh, people always say Christian Bale's Batman should have been the Batman in that movie. And I'm like, Christian Bale doesn't look like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just like Ewan McGregor doesn't look like old Obi-Wan Kenobi still. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work as the old Merlin, you know, and that's what they do. By, by the way, if you, when you guys see Oppenheimer, if you haven't seen it, he looks like fucking emaciated Michael Keaton. I just couldn't get over it. When you're watching it, you start to look like he looks like Michael Keaton's like skinny brother. It's, 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 it's wild. I never saw him like that. And as I was watching it, I just kept seeing it. But, uh, but anyways, point being is I think I've seen the majority of the movies this summer and uh, it's been a great summer. It's been like this. It's weird because there's a bunch of movies from 89, but it's probably my favorite summer since 89 in totality. Well, in I, I stand like the by the look and feel, though. The look and feel of Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, it to me is extremely similar to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Mm, like it okay. feels like a modern day version of a 1989 film. Like, like you know. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not being negative about that. Like it has, no. you know, he was, he did a brief, Cardi did a brief interview with the Q and a, like a 30 minute one. Cause he couldn't speak as a writer and all this other stuff. But he did say that tonally he was, he, he wants to go for emotion in the way, and his words, not mine, in the mm-hmm. way that young Spielberg and young Lucas did, you know, where they put the emotion on your sleeve kind of bit, you know? Yeah. And I find yeah. that fascinating because when you see he's, he's older than us, man, this Macquarie. And when Spielberg and Lucas got to that age, that was the last thing they were going for, you know? <laughs> so he's kind of going, he's like Benjamin Buttoning, you know what I yeah. mean? Like in a way, like he's going, so super, certainly interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like like I said, this this summer though has just been been great. The turtles reviews came out today and they're positive, overwhelmingly positive. Good. So I, I think turtles turtles will probably close out my summer to some extent. You know, um, I, I turtles should take a slight... three hundred million dollar box office as a colossal win. By the way, oh yeah, you know, well, and, like, and so they... did the first spy the first Spider Verse did three hundred million. They, you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. You know. Well, and and like like you, you know, you text me that yet yeah, they they got the uh, like sequel is already in the works, so they are they are doing that thing where they're growing this just like Spider Verse did, which is what they should right. be doing and the right way way to like take this. And uh, Spider Verse will be wrapping up in theory, you know, for all we know, there's be ten more, but this trilogy is supposed to wrap up with that. And um, so as we move move like forward, if they don't go directly into making more Spider Verse films, um, Turtles can sort of carry on what spider-verse started for well, a whole the, generation my my son says spider-verse is the best movie of the summer he's seen them all it's my second favorite you know i like mission mm-hmm. possible the most and then spider-verse second and only because um mission impossible doesn't need a multiverse and you know a 700 million spider-mans to get the job done right so like we can move away from that i would say this though if there's anything i would fear about the success of spider-verse in the way it kind of like parallels the success of the first two Nolan Batman films, right? After you do the Dark Knight, very difficult to top that and mm-hmm. very difficult to keep that train rolling even beyond a third film, let alone a third film, you know? Sometimes yeah. they, they they get this pressure like they have to outdo themselves, you know? And that's the yeah. thing. Like if Turtles constantly aims for a solid B plus, A minus, you can, you can hit that every time. But if you're like, greatest thing changed my life it's just impossible you, could you imagine making three shawshank redemptions like, well like like yeah like, like when, it, when it comes to like to like like turtles like when they move forward with the, with the sequel um it needs to be as fun and top the fun of the first one it doesn't need to be modeled after othello or something that's that's where you will lose your lose your audience you know what i mean yeah yeah did you say othello you said othello I said Othello, yeah. I was imagining like... Oh, well, like, that's uh, kind of funny because uh, the, the prequels are going to be more like Othello. Much, yeah. I was imagining like Michelangelo, you know, he gets a, he gets yeah. a human girlfriend and it goes from there. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Well, yeah, he gets a human girlfriend, loses his hand, uh, takes over the <laughs> galaxy, cries about it. <laughs> Endlessly won't shut thing. up. Yeah, yeah. Gets his, gets his, uh, his pee-pee lopped off. Yeah, hurt right off. Uh, <laughs> wait, Dan, I, I almost called you Santa. I miss miss you, Santa. Uh, George, oh, I, I, I uh, well, we both dodged Chaxes, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, Tom, what? Tom gave a ten dollars super chat. Thank you, Tom. Tom says, "Nice to have no, you guys thanks. back on my TV. Having you guys on makes my work afternoon go so much faster." Oh, thanks, dude. I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, I donate, but I, I bought Star Wars, so uh, I don't really have a lot. Uh, and money <laughs> on that last article by the way that last Lando article you could you could read the full thing at bestmanbulletin.com to get like the rest of of his thoughts which we've we've gone over it before so i'm gonna we're gonna move on to his his exclusive and uh this is exclusive that <gasps> dun, dun, dun. he's been laying this out for like a, like a little bit and uh people have been overlooking it but he's actually like dropped the breadcrumbs of this and now we're to a point where he, I believe, has enough backing on it that we're like, okay, like this is really supposed to be the intention. And it's still okay, a weird time I'll in Hollywood, up. you guys, for the, for the record. It's still like a weird time in Hollywood. Every 
you know, they were supposed to be, they were supposed to have filmed the Hever Castle Naboo stuff for Andor. Uh, it didn't happen. They can't get the actors out there. We'll, we'll end up getting to that to that article, but everything is falling apart right now in Hollywood. It just is the way that it is. But uh, I am of the opinion that they're going to spread these shows around. I don't know if the release dates are going to all pan out or not. Uh, I would not be surprised if we see, like I said, everything sort of just moved out and given its own space, which in a way I'm okay with, you know? Um, so exclusive to bestmanbulletin.com, not making Star Wars, Star Wars Acolytes release window. Okay. So we're still a ways out from the release of the live action Star Wars series, The Acolyte, but we may know its release window. You ever have a family member who was old who said window? I see tomatoes and I got friends who hate me for it. Oh my God. My daughter who was just in the room right now, who just walked out, she heard tomato and she likes it better than tomato. And she just prefers to say it that way. And I just, I'm like, you guys. I'm Basil. I like Basil. Guys, you guys, you guys are crazy. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is bestmanbulletin.org. Over the course of a number of months, I've heard on various occasions, including very recently, that the Leslie Headland created series, The Acolyte, is aiming to release sometime in the second quarter of next year, which runs from April 1st to June 30th. I've not heard a specific date, nor have I even heard of a specific month. But I'm sure many will assume a May release giving Star Wars' long-standing connection with that month but I cannot comment on that speculation at this time. Perhaps the release window will become more clear to me as the year progresses, and I'll be sure to update readers. Disney and Lucasfilm showcased a trailer for the Acolyte at Star Wars Celebration in April and Disney's upfront event in May, which confirmed a vague 2024 release. And the trailer is yet to release publicly. Of course, I must state that the second quarter release window I've heard of might not be set in stone with the film and television industries currently in the midst of two strikes, one from the WGA and the other from the SAG, the SAG, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. Uh, the WGA has been striking since May and SAG after it began their strike earlier this month. Some of the biggest sticking points for the SAG after and WGA members is the use of artificial intelligence base pay safeguards and streaming service residuals. And I think we're all a little bored about talking about this, the uh, strike and it's, it's uh, details, you know, about what it is because we've been studio- talking about it longer than anyone. You know? Yeah. That's what I was yeah. I think, I think Bespin and I were well ahead of the curve on that and, oh, yeah. and, and saw it coming. So I didn't see it coming though. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I didn't see, I didn't see it affecting my side gigs. That I didn't see. I should have, thinking back on it now. But Not in my mind, consequences. Well, in my mind, it was like they're not going to be able to write. And that's just where I put it. But it's not able to write for Strux Studios. That's the, you know what I mean, for signatures or whatever. So, uh, anyway. You say Mark uh, Medarn took all your jobs? <laughs> Damn it, Just Mark. yesterday. Damn it, Mark. <laughs> um, SAG like shared Mark. that. They were ready to go back to the bargaining table with the Hollywood studios being represented by the AMPTP. The last part should stand for toilet paper, um, but they had declined. Disney <laughs> CEO Bob Igor, who recently extended his contract. Igor. <laughs> I am Igor. <laughs> I am Bob Igor. 
Hey, Kennedy's fake man. I want to fire you. Um, who recently <laughs> extended his contract with this company and is looking to potentially earn 27 million fucking dollars this year. Previously, he said that both SAG and after the WGA were being unrealistic in regards to their demands. There's a level got of a bonus for canceling galactic starship days. He got, yeah, he got a bonus. <laughs> he got a bonus for firing the person he hired to do his job and then coming in to take his place, basically. Yeah. Like his recommendation. Um, it's pretty baller, level, though. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm not rooting for him, you know, but no. it's pretty good. Like, uh, like I said, I. <laughs> we're so fucking stupid in this world the fact that we just think you know what i mean it's just like i heard some well, shit the other you day know, the guy piker who... was going off mm-hmm. as a piker was going off about this he's like look in a perfect world if these if these ceos were actually doing their job there'd be no need for late organized labor you know mm-hmm. they would just hand out the profits and make everyone happy and you know collect their 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 yeah. $50 million dollar bonus you know what i mean that they're 20 million well that's just I, like the world I, we live in I heard the guy from uh, Home Depot saying, you know, if people would just spread the wealth around like me, it's like, you mean like murdering mom and pop hardware stores until there are none and then hiring them back to work in the same hate jobs. That guy, I like that. It's like, yeah, that's a fucking yeah, reason. I fucking shit. hate that motherfucker. I mean, and his yeah, stupid like veterans fucking parking. Yeah, I'm a fucking veteran. And I'm like, yo, man, this is not the point of being a fucking a volunteer fucking soldier is not to run around and create an elite status class that we all get bowed upon. You know, yeah. that's fascism, dude. Like that's yeah. not a fucking volunteer demo- democratic fucking uh, military. That's a fashion where you got to, yeah. I got to get special this and special that and then and then and that. It's like, no, man, the government needs to take care of the injuries. It caused you for certain mental or physical, but home yeah. Depot ripping out a spot in the front that an elderly person you know who is a conscientious objector who can barely fucking walk like i know you take lady please you take this i don't need the spot you know seriously you know a a buddy of mine was uh went sent to afghanistan and uh was a sniper had was a sniper for the u.s military i think the army i think it's the army and uh sorry i i'm not good with that stuff but um you know would fire the gun on one side and is pretty much deaf in that ear now and it took him almost eight years to get like the hearing aids and the compensation and the things that he is we owe him as a as like a society for what he did right you know whether you agree with it or not uh but that's what he did because they told him to and it's just really but my dad had the same problem in vietnam he was on he was on a one of those destroyers of battleships right before they decommissioned them, you know, like the onset of the yeah. war and shit. And he had those yeah. cannons going off and couldn't hear out the left side of his ear, you know? And they wouldn't give yeah. him they wouldn't give him a check for nothing, you know? But mm-hmm. but Home Depot's giving you a spot out in the front while this guy doesn't pay his employees who used to be veterans. You know what I mean? It's giving him a spot out in the, the front you... so he could buy stuff. <laughs> right, so you can buy stuff. And oh, got himself on the back. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I and, mean, and like when my dad finally lost, I want to bring this one up. KG says yeah. my dad was a Vietnam vet and would set foot in five VA hospital. My dad yeah, lost common. his health insurance finally, and he he, he was diabetic, and it's, he had to take daily insulin. So mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, I had to force him to go to the VA because they were the only yeah. ones. 
and he just wouldn't go. And I'm going to tell you, Jason, if you want me to be a little conspiratorial, within mm-hmm. a year, my dad was dead. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know what they, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it was a home, probably just a culmination of my dad stressed a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. But I do know this. My dad was afraid to go to the VA, and after a year of going in there, died, you know? Yeah. Young, too, by the way, not, relatively not speaking. So. Yeah. No, no, it's it, so. that's. Yeah, that's one of the things I've like now learned with enough friends who've gone through this kind of thing is that it like really, if you have a friend who is trying to deal with the VA on their own, you need to find a VA advocate who can help them. It's like a counselor. It's like the equivalent of sending somebody to college and going, figure it out, but don't go to a counselor. You got to find somebody who is like the equivalent of that or they're probably going to have a very bad time. That's just something I've noticed. But, but yeah, look, that's, this is and, why we need this is why we need real national health care for everyone, you know. Yeah. So this isn't like you don't create an elite status that you can just shove in the back mm-hmm. and forget about. And then John Stewart has to go and advocate for, you know what I yeah. mean? Because our fucking bullshit people in Congress and in the Senate are too chicken shit to actually do their jobs, you know? Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, you know, I I like the I actually like the idea of 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 capitalism. I think it has historically been very uneven and hasn't worked but it's worked a lot better at certain eras and the era that we're in with neoliberal ideology it's not working for much of anyone and that's that's our, that's our real problem i think um but uh bespin just kind of goes on to say you know like here's what i've done with uh you know the strike is crazy and i've uh had stuff on release windows before and it's been right and um i won't i don't know his his sources we all we have our own separate sources and stuff like that but based off of just my Frank assessment Marshall. of you know, my mm-hmm. assessment of bespin's like th- things here i believe that he is 100 on he told me a little bit about like the sh- the we had a conversation of the should i do it or should i not do it on on the article and i was firmly in the yes you should do it because it, it might not pan out. It might nobody knows what's going to pan out right now. However, uh, this right here, uh, what you're saying, it does appear to be correct, and this is the uh, target, and uh, and that will just let us know, like you know, what what's going on. And also, when people say like the show's not really happening, it wasn't filmed. It's a conspiracy and all that. Uh, well, they didn't pay their taxes in some third world. That's <laughs> like that's the biggest game I've ever never heard. Of that. That's a new one, Jason. Every year you think I've heard it all. And you're like, oh, they didn't pay their taxes, so they're not going to release mm. a show on the on Dude, the for a corporation that get, finds every way to get out of paying taxes. You know what I mean? Like no corporation is paying their taxes. Like it's kind of how they do business. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, and and it's it's also I mean it, it's yeah it's just those those people who say that kind of stuff they don't really believe what they're saying they don't care it's about like it's about being able to make a point that they don't have the evidence to support at the end of the day like that's why you do it that's why you rely about your evidence and then and then they say it so much that it becomes accepted that that's the truth and then they find themselves able to just you know like indiana war well, no, but I mean, look at, look at, I, number one, I don't, I'm not going to give them the credit of like tanking Indiana Jones. I think that they were like literally just kicking a dead horse and then being like, we killed it. 
but at the at the same time they were just spreading rumors that like Phoebe Waller Bridges character just emasculated Indiana Jones constantly left and right and it's like they purposely misunderstand that she's his adversary when it begins and then his ally by the end it's things like that and my uh, favorite is when they say she punched him I'm like Marion punched Indy in the first movie like everybody's punched right about the film everyone's punched look man like short round burned him <laughs> so it's good i like that movie. people uh, yeah. i love them all i love them all, I, I okay. love them all. Okay. um all right so this this well. has been a funny one to me uh uh and i like best spin's image here the acolyte spent 49 million in pre-production costs and keanu reeves cast so right here we can see just the dollar bills flying everywhere around the acolyte uh, people all right before, uh, over the last couple of days, a report from Forbes appeared with the headline, Disney spends $49 million on Star Wars spinoff The Acolyte. But there's more to the story. And you could support him. Uh, follow him on threads. You could support him on Patreon. Become a Patreon supporter and give him a coffee if you, or if you want to, whichever. Uh, when I came across the headline from Forbes, my eyes lit up and a wave of confusion crashed over me. $49 million on a Star Wars series? That can't be right. No shit. I'm with you, dude. Naturally, I popped, opened the link, and read the entire article. Now, by the way, this is Bespin's very, very English way of throwing shade. Naturally, I popped, opened the link, and read the entire article, something that's quite rare on the internet, it seems, and discovered that the headline was really quite misleading in some ways, but true in another. So I, I thought that true in another part was where he was being a little kind to the publication uh forbes classically likes to uh shit on star wars for for purely ideological reasons uh forbes are reporting that 40, the 49 million was spent on the acolytes pre-production and not the series as a whole so it's like the way that they worded that headline rob was star wars sp spends 15 dollars on acolyte yeah they did spend 15 dollars on acolyte they also spent like 200 million on it you know what i mean yes, it's like right and, and, it, and but but for what it's worth i don't know this for this instance but a lot of the times the person who writes the headline and the person who writes the article well, are not the same so the, the person fair, who wrote the article Jason, may not have written the headline yeah. chad gpt probably wrote that article so for all we know you yeah, know what i mean <laughs> like, um yeah yeah so so anyways they, they they're reporting that 49 million was spent on the acolytes pre-production and not the series as a whole now, before we go on, I'm sure Bespin will break this down even further, but it's they end up doing this thing where they're like, Rogue One cost even less. But Rogue One's a oh, fucking movie. This is a TV one, show two, that's eight hours seven. long. It's not, it's just, it's such a <laughs> shit brain. And you know what costs the least amount of money? Star yeah. Wars, A New Fucking Hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like going, it's like if I took my kids out to, to dinner tonight and said it costs $25 to feed kids. Hey, and then you know, went out you know, and then looked at the, at the monthly budget for, for feeding my kids and then said like, you know, it only costs twenty dollars to feed kids no it doesn't yeah. it costs a lot more than twenty dollars to feed kids so but ironically jason the very mm -hmm. next article on forbes was complaining about how budgets are too high 
for movies and shows and they need to be spending less money. <laughs> right. right. You see what I'm saying? Like, like you yeah. can't, I mean, weren't they just all in unison telling me last week, I gotta get these budgets down. Carlos, <laughs> I gotta get these budgets down. I gotta get these yeah. budgets down. And then when they decide to make a $13 million He-Man movie, Harloff's like, this is, too, this is too small. You gotta put money into this. You gotta back it. You gotta believe it. Like, which is it, Harloff? Like, which is it? You know? Like, <laughs> everyone's a fucking oh. accountant now. You know? Like, like, <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 and and you know, like, like I, 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 I get it to like some extent. It's 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 a delicate balance between you know a movie costing what it should cost and and it being ridiculous. Like Indiana Jones, I think that de- it should cost um, just right. I, I, I think Jason, just right, I, I, just right. I, I think yeah. um, this quote. I, I I wanted to to read this because um, Bestman, you know, show producer Bestman Bulletin. Uh, sent me this quote from Christopher McQuarrie about Indiana Jones, but it's not about Indiana Jones. It's about Mission Impossible. He wrote me little insight into just how expensive the opening indie scene was. Christopher McQuarrie, quote, I got the bill for de-aging those people, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, Morales, before their salaries were even factored into it. And if you put two of them in a shot together or three of them in a shot together, it would have been as expensive as the train sequence by the time we were done. So he goes on, Bestman writes, the Mission Impossible 7 production built the train carts from scratch and actually crashed the train. Very yep. expensive sequence. So, yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's money you can appreciate when you see it on screen, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Versus yeah. looking at it. Did it, I don't know if that trick worked or not. That's what I was saying. Ralph Macchio hasn't aged a fucking day. You know, Keanu Reeves barely aged. You know, but to be like, fair, aged, but you know, Ralph Macchio hasn't learned how to act a little better in a fucking. Let's be day. honest. <laughs> like, I'm a, no offense to Eli, Isai, Isai Morales. It's not that kind of role, is it? <laughs> no, okay. okay. It's, it's a. It's a. Let the yeah. AI sound play over you while you walk around the room. You know, like, it's that yeah. kind of role. Um. Yeah, Kyle, you, you may. And you that's know, not you, true, actually. I want to bring this up really quick about what, Ralph what? Macchio not being able to act. If you go watch that movie Beer League, one of the worst freaking movies ever I've had to sit through. Artie Ling, I've seen Beer League. Artie Ling was promoting it nonstop on the Stern show. He has a nose when he did it. it this was is amazing. when he has a nose. Yeah, I know. That's, come on. But um, it's 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 so bad. But Ralph Macchio shows up and saves the movie. Right? Just being like a likable dude. Because that fucking movie is horrible. To be, to be fair, he was the best thing in Beer League. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. Look, yeah. my pick is Kiana, but my stunt casting right. is Ralph Macchio. Yeah. I stand by it. Okay, this. okay. Yeah, I'll get it. Who wouldn't want to see Ethan Hunt fight the karate um, kid? Come on. So, uh, Kyle, uh, thank you for the 499 super chat and for being a channel member. And thank you to everybody who has a channel member and like supports the show like all the time. Like, I really appreciate it, you guys. Uh, he says, We've only had crony <laughs> capitalism in America. Reagan was mis- was mistaken thinking that tax cuts for the rich would be passed on to the working class. Yeah, Reagan also was the guy who led the strike for Hollywood, and then when he got into the the role of the president, uh, did Patco, yeah. and then ended unions and striking as a thing for us uh, for right. the country for everybody forever. He was well, uh, it's yeah. good for the goose. It's good for my gander. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah burning hell, I mean, Reagan. He's you know, w- w- without making the show super boring, but the, the problem that we have in, in is actually dead capital. 
is that when billionaires get that capital, it doesn't actually go back in. It doesn't trickle down. It just stays with them. And then they just pay people to quote, wash their boats, minimum wage or whatever it happens to be. It doesn't actually like, that's why we have billionaires. And that dead capital is what then causes a lot of poverty that we need to actually change like rules about dead capital. It should be one of the last things that you would want. Well, it's uh, why we got off the gold standard back in the day. The reason why we got off the gold standard is they would pre-buy the gold futures and then just sit on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that is not how you want to keep money moving and flowing, you know? And so Mm -hmm. they've essentially done the same thing. There's only so much shit they can buy, right? Only so many super yachts. And it's like, at some point, just pay the people. Just pay the people, and then you know what they're gonna do, Bob Iger? They're gonna go and take their freaking measly, their measly winnings, and go see your stupid movies, and go to your stupid parks. You're gonna get the I money mean, back. I mean, if you're you, gonna get the if, money back. Well, if you if they were giving the money the money back, the amount of gratitude and love that they would see from those families would fill that hole in their dark little hearts more than uh playing the size game with next yeah, your employees wouldn't have to live out their car in the in the parking lot you know this would be for they loved you yeah yeah they you wouldn't would have to drive you. by encampment shanty towns on the way to work every day yeah. nitwit robert sinclair says some funny lines in beerly though especially if you've ever yeah. been in around in beerly look I, here's the thing though it's, it's quite funny the it's idea funny. of beerly no the mm-hmm. idea of beer league is fantastic great name great idea Artie lang pissed his way through it he didn't even try he was at a Coke and a beer and a heroin addiction, whatever else. It's just, yeah. it was wasted on a guy who was not even trying. And I'm sorry. Yeah. That's how I felt at the day. It's sad seeing mm-hmm. what's happened to Artie since, but that movie was like, that could have been his bad Santa. And he mm-hmm. shattered away trying to like lazily pretend to be John Belushi. I watched well, Jim that's... Belushi try to be John Belushi and that didn't work too well. You but know? let's also, yeah. I mean, let's look at Artie without going and making this an Artie Lang, Artie Lang podcast, Artie Lang is mentally ill and no one should be hiring right. him to be the lead in anything at Correct. all. He's in ever, he needs like, he just needs the stability. You know, that's what that guy needs. Uh, I, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah it's, you know it's what? Sad. It's sad. Galactic Starship. Oh, wait, that's out. Uh, it's not stable. No. Wait, did you want him to work at Galactic Starship? <laughs> yeah. Don't wish that on Artie Lang. <laughs> You could play. It would have been. You know what? You could play Doctor Evazan. Oh no! You're being mean. I'm not picking on him. I am. Oh yeah. I mean, well, you know, man. When I speaking of the VA, when I was a kid, my stepfather, my mom remarried. This guy was actually in the army at the time. Been in since Vietnam. They took me to the VA to meet Vietnam veterans who Mm -hmm. snorted uh, heroin through their nose like that, and they had the same nose removal surgery. Yeah. And they were like, "Don't be me, kid." And I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, I just wanted, oh, no. I just wanted to go to Barn to the Crown Books and get the new Ninja Turtles like trade paperback. But I had to watch this horror show. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do drugs. I just want to read my Turtles comics and draw Spawn. And here I am, Jason, today, yeah. like, <laughs> not snorting heroin. Well, l- looking back on it, Rob, I think when our parents put that kind of stuff to <laughs> us, we could look at them and say, "Was that for us or you?" Uh, anyways, when I came across the headline from Forbes. My eyes lit up and a wave of confusion crashed over me. 49 million on Star Wars, that can't be right. 49 million, that's too low. The Acolytes pre-production and not on the series as a whole. The Acolytes production budget was not 49 million. However, given the title of the article, I can understand how some fans have been confused and thinking it was 49 million on the series and not just pre-production. Um, well, it would have been article- if I had made it, you know, I can, I, I like to do things on oh, a budget, you know, you could, that's how yeah, we do it. 
I think George could do yeah. it. Um, the Forbes uh, article goes on experimentally. Yeah, that the acolyte yeah. spent five million more than the Rogue One, a oh, Star no. Wars story in pre-production. But that oh, Star Wars, oh my god, The Last Jedi spent seventeen percent more, and that Andor spent oh. a walking thirty-eight percent more than oh. the acolyte in pre-production. See, and r- right oh. there, right there is where you have it. Like Andor palpitations. Well, no, Andor is the only the only thing here that compares. They're comparing television well, shows and they're comparing films, and it's not the same kind of production, not the same development. You're not making a series bible for multiple seasons. You're trying to do a film. It is just it's a it's it's apples and oranges, you know. If the thing is like the lowest watched Star Wars ever, then they're going to say they spent too much on it. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, right. you just can't win with this stuff. I got a friend now who sends me texts. Oh, ugly, huh? I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that, but all right. Well, you watched it? Well, no, I mean, you're looking forward to it, huh? I'm like, yeah. no more or less than any other Star Wars show that isn't I mean, called Andor, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, it, it, it might be the next best thing since Andor. We don't know yet, you know? In regards to Andor, it was a series that was impacted by COVID-19, and they even had to stop pre-production for four months, which likely impacted cost. But also, yeah. Andor was given the biggest budget of any Star Wars series, with The Hollywood Reporter claiming that the Rogue One prequel cost a whopping $250 million. The Forbes article made added... Yeah, the Forbes article added that the TV series produced in the United Kingdom benefit from the television tax relief TPC scheme which allows studios to claim a reimbursement of up to 25% of the money they spend in the UK and at least 10% of the core cost of the production need to be related to activities in the United Kingdom. Now, if you've heard me on this show before, stupidly ask you, I never understood why they had an art department at Pinewood. Well, that's why. That's why. It, 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 uh, I, I asked that on the show before and I, and I was... I talked to James Cameron. He says it's for tea. They just oh. eat tea and they know, you know, he actually like tossed the tea lady's tea cart one day really? when she showed up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he table flipped her cart. Poor woman. <laughs> Poor woman. Um, Forbes added yeah. that the acolyte spending was forecasted to be in line with the production budget. Iron one Jim. Con- <laughs> one condition of getting the cash reimbursement is that the production must spend at least 1.3 million per broadcast hour. And that by September 22nd of last year, the Acolyte qualified for a cash reimbursement of $7.6 million. This is like Brewster's Millions. They got to spend the money, right? Also, on top of that, that kind of stuff right there, like uh, that's probably like will probably be updated. It's probably going to be more than that. That's probably only what was accounted for. And Brewster's Millions was Mm -hmm. was Annie Potts for a while. No, you, you would be wrong. Um, and I it's, was it's, wrong, and but it's, I thought and it's I didn't, not I, Leah Thompson either. No, I'm kidding. Huh? Um, uh, you just no, you know, not that movie. Fa- but what? Police Academy Four for certain? No, no, no. That's not. That's not Steve Gutenberg at all. Um, in my it's my understanding that the acolyte budget is play. more than hundred million <laughs> and costs more than the, than than most Star Wars series. Andor has the highest production budget of Star Wars, but Skeleton Crew that follows up the second highest production of $136 million. Yeah, so Skeleton Crew is the highest of the Southern California productions. And um, I don't know. I what know what the lowest is. Uh oh. I know what the lowest is. What, what is it? What is it? What is it? 
It's Kenobi. Oh. Yeah. We don't right. spend money no. on Kenobi. It's, we don't it's, spend no money on Kenobi. No, it's and, no, no. No, and, <laughs> no, and that's, 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 that would actually probably be incorrect as well. That's we do something it's that, cheap. That, mm. That's something that, that people, uh, that people, they come to that conclusion on that one. And uh -huh. they might be right, but they also might be wrong because the production turnaround may have made that one cost just as much because they did it in such a oh, short, no. quick time. Yeah. And I lied so, to me. He said it was cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, when, when, when you, he, he said he concluded it was cheap. I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? When you pay overtime, <laughs> you know, uh, I believe that um, like cost more than skeleton crew. And uh, I, I think so. But I also. Switch. Uh, no, I, I also just like I, I got to say, like, once again, uh, Bestwood's not doing anything wrong here, but I just don't see how the the the, the Californian productions and the UK productions like like compare. They're using completely different tools and methodologies. And um, so the only thing that you could really compare Acolyte to would be Andor. And what we've seen from both productions it's looking like they're both probably in line with one another. And I think a, a real uh, fear that we should have is if, if, if Acolyte doesn't become a breakout success, that's huge. The chances are though, we're going to see it made the second season will, will get very tiny at that point or feel much smaller or they, they, I, I honestly, I could see them doing short seasons even of these shows, because of the fact that you'd have less investment to, to pay per per year on the show, you know? Like so Iger by Quibi next and just release them all on Quibi. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and what, what sucks is is I'm I'm I, I'm with what you've always said, Rob, is that like a lot of the Marvel uh, television shows that are like six episodes feel like just failed films that were made into television shows instead of films. Elaborated, and, elongated out. Yeah, elong yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah, just, just not good. Really. Yeah, right. and and I don't want that to happen in this case either. But right. some, I think something's going to have to change moving here forward. And you know, but we might not like like Andor. Looking back on it, like looking at what Andor was and is um in the big picture i don't think andor sh i think andor should have been a film you know i think andor no, no I, I do no, I, no. I, I, no. they shouldn't have I'm put a talking. bunch of janky ash cheap ass bullshit on disney plus thus making the term disney plus synonymous with failure and cheap and well, bullshit janky stuff you know because if that andor had that same Rob. exact show had been an hbo exclusive it would have been one of the highest talked about i mean watch shows anywhere right but but what you end up having is is an investment of a, of a high dollar that you could I, I think andor would as a film would have got more return for them in reality in actuality than what they got from it on on disney plus and ever would have i don't even you can't quantify they don't even you can't really truly quantify What's well, this quantification problem, though, has you know? has more yeah. to do with the fact that they've they've I mean, L.A. Times wrote an article about it, that they've Silicon Valley fucking Hollywood, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, you know, rather than using tried and true formulas of, hey, man, we could put the shit on fucking rental. We could put the shit on 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 physical disc and make money after the theatrical release. 
Now it's like, yeah. no, now it's going to get stored on our, on our, on our, on our streaming service that we don't want to pay residuals for. And by the way, if we don't keep getting new people in, then none of this makes any sense. We've got to cancel everything anyway. That's making, they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're, it's yeah. a giant Ponzi scheme set mm-hmm. around trying to like game futures so that they can do stock buybacks and all this other bullshit. And it's got nothing to do with making quality goods or having them made available to people for a, a reasonable price, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, That's and, the and, problem. And, and, uh, NPC Epic Battle says Andor is good to have for the, for the long term. And I agree with you. I think that, uh, Andor gives Disney Plus a bit of prestige, prestige. It, it's, it, that it doesn't have otherwise. In the way, for, mind you, that Daredevil gave Netflix some, pre- I only went back to Netflix when the Daredevil shit showed up. You know, like, I'm going to be honest with you, man, like Stranger, that's even like pre-Stranger Things, I think, or right around the same time. Like, like if it wasn't for Stranger Things and Daredevil, there's no mm-hmm. fucking way I would have given Netflix one fucking dollar, you know? Yeah. So it's like, like HBO has consistently put out pretty good shit over the last 20 years. So like, you know, mm-hmm. props yeah. to them. But if right now Disney Plus had a chance and when Mando started, no one was like Disney Plus anonymous for failure. It was like, oh, this is doing well. And then after the rollout of endless fucking shows that don't actually live up to their hype, you then go, oh, this is like basically a streaming version of the ABC channel. No, something something happened at at Disney and you could put it on JPEG, you could put it on all of these different things, try to figure out what it is. Nobody really knows, but something definitely happened. Correct. Where where, Correct. where a methodology shifted, and I don't think they intended for it to, to be. My personal theory is that under Bob Iger, th- when they said something stupid like uh, "we want to do a we want to do a a, a a Ben Quadranero show," he couldn't if he couldn't soundbite it back to them, it didn't happen. And I think that under JPEG, it was like I trust these people. These people have all proven themselves, and then and then at the end of the day, they ended up going outside off the rails a little bit oh in in totality that's that's not that's where my brain is at that's what it sounds like to me it's probably not right though um bestman goes on to say the forbes article also mentions that details of the acolyte are tightly under wraps oh that old line so fucking boring the the, the, the details of the next star wars project are tightly under wraps oh you fucking think um that's because Iger sleeps some sleeps with him under his weeb pillow yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> no, it's actually got like, a weed pillow. It's true. I've seen it. No, he, he won't eat a burger with a bun, only a wrap. Anyways, but adds that an hey. online rumor from recent days revealed that Keanu Reeves, uh, Ted Theodore Logan, huh? Huh? should have uh, been the villain in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, is part, part of the cast. So, so, so they're saying that 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 Keanu Reeves has been revealed to be in the acolyte. Now, now remember, Carrie on Moss is in it as well from the Matrix, which is clearly where Mose. this comes from. Moe's, Moe's, Moss, whatever the fuck her name is. What? Um, Moosh. Moosh. You know what? Too many fucking names. Two names. That's all anybody's getting these I'm, days from me. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Ann. Um, Carol Ann. By the way, by the oh. way, uh, light story. Uh, I, I went to the to the beach with this girl, right? And t- tell mm-hmm, me, does mm-hmm. this make her cool? Or does this make her okay. idiot? Okay. We're at the beach and uh, we're near uh, an Air Force base. And mm-hmm. we start we start to hear the uh, Star Spangled Banner National Anthem and all that stuff playing from the base. And mm-hmm. she looks at me dead in the face and goes, oh my God, it's the song from Poltergeist. 
Okay, she's a keeper, marrier. <laughs> That's. I was like, I started laughing. She's like, what? I'm like, number one, it's funny that you said poltergeist, but also funny that you might not. There's you know, the uh, a podcast <laughs> I listen to. There's a podcast I listen to pretty regularly called the Film Flamers. Or they're really good. Yeah. Two gay dudes, right? And mm-hmm. they they did like a, they did their episode of the Poltergeist. It's just so mm-hmm. good. It's a, it's not okay. a funny like they're they're serious like they seriously get into it. But okay. seriously, yeah, yeah, seriously, really good. They're they're they're, they're covered. They do like Heather's. You know, they do like a lot of crossovers. It's supposed to be horror movies, but they do crossovers. So they got Batman Returns in there. But the Poltergeist yeah. one is fantastic. Um, by the way, NPC Epic Battles is still talking about this, but but I just wanted to add that you know Andor is good for the long term, and I'm with you. I think that Andor is the Star Wars show that in 20 years Star Wars fans will go back to. That it won't immediately give them what they need at this moment, but that will be legacy content that that is definitive about how a certain- it's a human story. It's yeah, a human it, story it and not wrapped yeah. around. I wonder what characters tied to someone who trained someone in a third book from a fourth season right. of an episode that mattered to me when I was twelve. You know. So so, anyways, uh, best spin <laughs> on the Keanu Reeves, the Keanu Reeves thing. Remember, we need to. We oh, need yeah, to talk- this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but he's all, but I discovered it was reported by giant freaking robot six days ago that Reeves filmed a cameo for a Disney plus series. By the way, people keep telling him, uh, certain their stories are lifted from stuff I've done and they keep banning those people. They keep blocking them. Um, which what? I don't know if it is, I don't care. Uh, but, uh, but I mean, but on it's, it's kind of funny when somebody's like, Hey, this person reported it first. They're blocking him. Uh, Reeves has long been fan cast as Darth Revan, the beloved, character from the knights of the old republic games so if it was true i'm sure some fans would be delighted personally i don't subscribe to the report as giants yeah as revan revan's revan's kind of come on you don't see you don't don't see how they figured that one out you know like Uh, personally i don't subscribe to the report as gfr in my personal opinion does not have a stellar track record when it comes to star wars reports and my readers know I only cover online rumors and outlets and individuals that I believe to be highly accurate. It is yeah, worth like that's called well, that's called editorial conceit. You know, that's what you're supposed to have. But most people just want an excuse to go forward. No, they just want an excuse yeah. to move forward with something. Uh-huh. Now, 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 if you're going to break it down and an- analytically, you know, tear apart a piece of shit. Fair okay, enough. that's what I do. But yeah. but but some people will go and they'll be like, oh, analytically. In a little, it, it, but some people just see it as an, as an excuse to so yeah like in the, the the like my whole thing from what i've heard about world between worlds kind of uh, elements in the in the show is that we see like visions of what ahsoka what would have happened to ahsoka had she stayed being a jedi with anakin she carries a guilt for him having uh fallen to the dark side and she sees no, uh, actually, Obi Wan Kenobi would be killed, and you would be fighting him on that battlefield and having to dismember him yourself. So at the end of the day, Obi Wan's alive or lived and did what he needed to do, and you didn't have to do that. So, so she sees that like she actually makes the the, the right choice. But they're uh, you're saying a woman was better than Obi Wan Kenobi. No, no one's better than my boy. No woman's better than my boy. <laughs> they're 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 reporting that that she goes to a multiverse. Uh, I, I'm not. Oh shit! That. I'm not saying. Oh that. shit! Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Jeez, and that's, man. 
Yeah. And that's not, that's not my understanding of that. My understanding of that is simply, it's like looking at the mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all. And then she sees some shit, you know? So that's, that's my understanding. If it's, of it. if it's a bunch of possibilities, that's what people are going to take away from it though. You know? Yeah. But, but it's not her like, like time traveling around like Ted Theodore Logan, you know, with, uh, with the, with the greatest Jedis of, 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 of all time. See, Someone asked me why you were gone. Uh, I think it was on Santa's show. Mm-hmm. I was on Santa's show for a day, Jason. Thought you were going to be there. You didn't show up. Let me with Santa. Thanks. Thanks for Welcome. that. Um, oh, bitch. They asked me what I thought about the world between worlds. And I'm like, look, man, I don't really know much about it. But when I heard about it, the idea that there's some place that exists outside of time is what I thought Lucas was going to explain as being where Yoda and Obi-Wan went when they sacrificed themselves and became one with the force. They didn't really become one with the force so much as they went to another realm that wasn't a, it wasn't a corporeal yeah. realm. It was, a, you know, like in sort of like a mental purgatory. So like they're there as a resource, kind of like, right. you know, like it's another area that just exists right outside of our own that we can communicate well, with, but they can't physically get it. They can't lift your fucking X-wing in the ninth film for you, Jason. Here, all right. Here's, here, here, here's what, what, what you, what you need to like, all that you really need to know about that, about the rules of, of it is if it happened, it always happened. It's, it's, uh, it's like, like you can't just go back and, and then like kill Palpatine when he's a baby now. If that would be the case, then that always would have been what happened. So, Star Wars is about killing kids, though. Right. You're Anakin's all about it, <laughs> but he's like, let's let's yeah. get Palpatine when he's a baby. But no, but that that's, yeah. that's just, you know, what it is. So, I want to kill a yeah, baby. But, um, no, Anakin, you can't. want to do it. No, you can't do so, it. So that's been being very fair. Says I don't subscribe to the report. And it's worth mentioning that GFR has a better record with non-Star Wars reports. Recently reporting that Linda was cast in Stranger Things Season 5 days before it was announced officially. Well, once again, it was about to be announced, so it's low-hanging fruit. And that Kurt Russell, the thing, Good was casting by the way. upcoming live-action Godzilla series. And, um, yeah. Don't so care, then don't know, don't care. Talk about yeah. Talks about the Acolyte when it's set. So, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. And it's one of those things where just because you're good at Marvel doesn't mean you're good at Star Wars because you're good at Star Wars doesn't mean you're good at Marvel. They're completely different places. What if you're good at they, Avatar? I've been pretty good at Avatar. I've been pretty good at Avatar. By the way, we, we, know, we, know, we know somebody who is, is on that new Avatar. <gasps> and... Uh, no, they were. I, I don't remember if we brought it up, but they were saying that that Cameron has a, has a room where he has a bat and he and he and he beats up machines. Oh, like, I had like one of those at Kinkos. He has yeah, like one of those, I had one of those, those like rage rooms. Oh, he has we a rage so room. much alike. Iron Jim and we are so much alike, dude. <laughs> Iron Jim. Yeah, that's that's yes. what I heard. Yeah, it's called an office space. So yeah. this is what we call it, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, good to, to know. That's what I yeah. like to do. Yeah. yeah. You got to let the rage out, man. I mean, oh, that's your favorite strong. part of Andor when he rages against the machine. One of my favorite parts of Office Space, too. Um, See? So Star Wars Andor Season 2 filming in Oxford, England, and mid-sag after strike. So, yeah, what's going on, basically, is that they're filming Andor what they can using non-union labor. Um, right here, you can see like, like this little weird space machine they build out in this Corn let, me see, let me see let me see let me see you can see it right there 
Oh, wow. UAPs. UAPs. What um, does Rush think about it? <laughs> uh oh. The band? Oh, they think Tom. That's cool. Um, basically, <laughs> Best Ben has an update. <laughs> an update. Oh, it cut me out. I said Tom Sawyer. Yeah, wait, cool. did, 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 uh, Deadline. Oh, Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Deadline are reporting that Andor season two is still currently filming without its SAG after members. It's unclear when Andor will film with its striking cast members, and filming will eventually be forced to pause. Despite filming ongo- ongoing without its non SAGRA after members, filming will be cut short as Andor was set to wrap filming in a few weeks. So, the original article new set photo comments from Redditors claim that filming on the second season of the critically acclaimed series Andor is ongoing and the production was spotted filming today in Oxford, England. And uh, so, a lot, a lot of the article kind of gets like uh, a little bit um, dated with you know that up- update from Deadline, but we can see the picture here from Andor. Of this, like I said, mm. looks like these are probably like some kind of agricultural farm workers of some kind or something. And mm-hmm, just, you know, mm-hmm. so they're probably you know using crew members and stuff to be to be uh, to be um, actors in it. Um, the, the user didn't know what the production was outside of it being Star Wars, but other users quickly commented. Uh, hold on, I just want to say, Bespin, now's your chance to get in on a Star Wars production. It is. You know, it's you can get in. This is when you can do it. All right. Come on. You can scab, scab for us. Scab for us. Come on, yeah, Bespin. Scab, scab, scab Bespin. for us. Scab, right, scab, right scab, scab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So they, they like built this thing out here. And I would imagine that they could build this thing. They could probably film stuff all around it. And if you need an Android, you could probably. <laughs> Some boom. Or you could, you could probably, yeah. You, you could probably re- re- replicate that, re- that, that, that little patch of wheat or whatever the hell that is out there and then film around it and make it seem like he's there just just fine you know and a guy Me named and, uh, john uh, favreau was like we could have done that whole thing as an unreal model you know what are you doing what are you doing? filming out here in a parking lot in el segundo i can drink my i can eat my can, uh my oh, wait, fish at, parking know? lot <laughs> at, at, a, at an arby's that <laughs> yeah. beef sandwiches all right SDCC's yeah, beef sandwiches. Arby's. <laughs> um, another article from Best Spin: Star Wars Ahsoka concept art and lightsabers revealed at San Diego Comic Con. Right here, you could see her lightsaber if you if you care about that kind of stuff and some of the concept art from it. And uh, we got to. Get- I want to say this: I, I did. Santa showed me some of those lightsaber picks for we were going over those a little bit and didn't get a chance to. Con- yeah. I, I will say this: these look more like what I thought the sabers would look like in the prequel trilogy when they're they're still mm-hmm. put together with like you know machine parts but they're a little bit smoother yeah. you know what i mean but they're not out of the realm like prequel sabers i hate them bro like i hate it jermaine hate them jermaine from io9 took these picks um oh wow yeah. thanks man lucy yeah, yeah fancy fancy name yeah right here you could you know get a get a good look at at the inquisitors saber and by the way um at disneyland they hired real like like fans that do that make good quality lightsabers to make some of these lightsabers in the past like the inquisitors yes. lightsabers and stuff and they're no no like this is like 2014 15 or something oh, and okay. uh, they, they they looked like shit compared to this stuff oh right yeah here. Like, like what we're seeing yeah it is it is like they i can tell you 
I can tell you this could have went so much worse. Like, this is really good. You don't have access to the materials, you know? It's like 3D yeah. printed parts and shit now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, well, they were, they were making a saber based off of a cartoon and just, like, doing right. their best and did what they were, you know, contracted to, like, do. It's not their fault, but I'm just saying there's a world of difference. That's why, like, I'm really big on material design. And not the, yeah, like literally the materials being used in machine props and stuff. And I've complained endlessly about the the feel of everything. And even the Phantom Menace just feels off to me. And you've, you've brought up why that is, but it just doesn't have the same mm-hmm. feel. But the feel there is great. I think think that looks brilliant. Yeah. Um, and we're going to look at a bunch of concept art that ain't going to be in the show. Uh, I know. We'll see. Well, we've already seen we'll see. this in, in the show. Now, now, I, I know for a fact, up, you know, I, I, so the show's on, the, on that bridge. Now, I know for a fact that the bridge in the ship in the show with that, that Thrawn is going to be on for most of it is the Chimera is the, the, the ship from that. So I don't know if this is concept art for the Chimera or if this is concept art for this for the ship that that the that Morgan Elsbeth. Did you imagine Thrawn ship being bold? Never would have imagined. That. I mean, I've seen it drawn. No. I'm just look like a just look like a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Yeah, we're right there. We got, yeah. we got Feet City. Put a giant. Oh, I know. I brought that up to Santa. We were talking about Feet for like an hour. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah he liked to say that when he goes to Gatlinburg, open. he likes to tell women toes, 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 not hoes, toes, hoes. You know? Oh shit, toes, yeah. toes, 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 ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, a little bit of Quentin Tarantino, huh? All a little right. bit. Well, Toentino. 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 Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 this, this gold one is probably like the coolest one in my opinion. Um, I like it. I like it. But there we go. There we have it. And, you know what uh, it reminds me of? Kind of like when the original concept art for the Nemodians, when they were going to be gray aliens covered in gold. Yeah. Right. And then they had the standing yeah. stations and stuff. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. When they were, when they were doing like Bridge World, like the Bridge World with all of the gold and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that Max says, welcome back. Thank you, Baymax. And thank you for being a channel member, dude. I appreciate the support, dude. Yeah. Always, always Thanks, do. Baymax. And, and you being a buddy as well, of course. But, hey, little um, buddy. Yeah, but thank you to everybody who supported the uh, the uh, show today. Uh, wasn't my intention to, oh, to, to get a bunch of super chats, but no, I, I, thank you, Rob. I do appreciate it, Rob. And uh, and everybody who uh, supported the uh, show, thank you so much for, for, for that. It means a lot to me. And, um, yeah, go, going Show's forward. Like I said, tomorrow, I, folks. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I have, I have some windows to that I can make things happen for like the next couple of days. And oh. yeah, but I'm gonna have to like. Are gonna say get wash? Does it come to that? You're washing windows then? Yeah. No, oh, I might have to, man. It might come to that. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. Like I said, I got it. I got to move out of here, and I got to find some other other fucking form of work that you know uh, works. Like I said, I I'm guessing going forward i'll probably do the show at night you know what i mean like later on in the i'm available you're available <laughs> say, jason so, this is the great yeah. thing about an art a comic book artist is we never, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> never leave the room <laughs> never leave the room so, never sleep wear compression socks folks that's my advice to you wear compression socks <laughs> start young that's fair all right. Well, okay. So we will be, um, yeah, I, I said, I plan on going live tomorrow covering whatever the news is and talking about the industry and film and stuff like that. Um, 
Rob, if you uh, want to, to uh, do a UFO show this, this week, I will assemble. If you're down for it, we could assemble some like notes. I should actually do it. Um, I kind of think we should, especially because like early on when we were talking about some of the stuff, like this is sort of the head that it's come to. And I think that we should say what it has come to, but with, with a little bit more time, you know? And uh, thank you, KG, well, for the for the Yeah, Harloff's doing That's UFO shows now, man. Like, like he's just mm-hmm. he's just trying to take over all our stuff, dude. Look at that guy. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, he's gonna start doing his own theme songs next. Hey. You know, <laughs> whoever wants to come hang out, he's always welcome. You know, he doesn't um, have yeah, to I like can, or not like Star Wars news net. He could just come over and and talk about spacemen if he wants to. I am I'm highly. Uh, I, I still think that it, there's, you know, something to the phenomenon itself, but I don't think that this is it for sure. <laughs> that's, my, that's where I'm at with it. But um, Oh, but, I, do but will, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. I do too. These guys. No, it's not. And uh, and if there is just no news of worth a damn and it's just depressing industry news, we'll just do the UFO show next. You know, that's what I think probably how we'll go about it. Well, um, you know, Jason, I can endlessly talk about nothing for an hour. So as you've what? seen, conversation, you know, like I'm good at this, you know, now, now whether it's entertaining or not, I do not know, but I yeah. will, you know, I'll throw a floney in every 30 minutes and that'll get us by, <laughs> you know, we'll All wheel right. them out. Yeah. I, I just got a, I just got a text from my daughter and it says, dad, I'm hungry. This is not a joke. <laughs> is, see is i think a... she and i get along more than you think man like oh, no, yeah. that's what <laughs> she yeah. wants tomatoes yeah she does want tomato soup oh man one of them all right well th- thank you everybody thank you thank you Konshu, for that really really generous uh uh super chat i mean that's beyond yeah, the thanks. call of duty i'm very grateful thank you so much it, it makes a big difference especially with moving makes a huge difference and i, I thank you huge a lot yeah after and, the conversion uh, rate it'd be like 20 bucks but thank you <laughs> i don't know i don't know okay. it, it, i'm gonna move, move to canada it's more there all right everybody thank you thank you guys we'll see you guys tomorrow rob i'll see you tomorrow and um, bye everybody Bro- tomorrow is the end of the show come on let's go hey it's the end of the show come on let's go hey it's the end of the show come on let's go Let's go. It's not about spaceships.